What is happening, boys? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to make money online. This one is on starting a service business, all right? There's really only two ways to make money on online. Everyone wants to know how to make money online. There's two ways, selling a service and selling a product, okay? I recommend a service-based business for the vast majority of guys, despite the fact that I have a blog where I sell products, I recommend a service-based business for the vast majority of guys, including the vast majority of you watching this video. I'm gonna get into how to do a product-based business um, later on in this series, but for now I'm gonna give you why I recommend a service-based business, okay? For those of you who don't know, a service is something where you are selling your time for money. A product is selling a physical or digital product for money, all right? A lot of people tell you, do the product-based business, it scales better, you know, you don't have to sell your time for money, but it's just a lot fucking harder to do. Service-based business is a lot easier to do, and that's why I recommend it. Okay, I recommend it because one, there's a proven market, all right? If you're selling copywriting or marketing or coaching or programming, you know there's a proven market for your actual service, as opposed to a tech product, like when I did my tech startup. we. We were like a year and a half to market to find out that no one wanted to buy our fucking product, all right? When you have a service, you already have an established market. You already know that there's a fucking demand for it, and demand is the key to business. If you don't have, there's no demand for your product or service, you are out of business. Uh, there's no inventory in service-based business, okay? You don't have to buy $10,000 worth of inventory or products. You are fucking good to go with the... You know, an internet connection and a phone line. That's it. Okay, no inventory. So that means that your upfront investment is not very high. Low overhead. As, a, as I said, a phone and internet connection. You know, maybe not even a phone these days. You can do a lot of it over Skype or whatever. No employees needed. You don't need employees for your sole proprietorship. Six-figure programming business. It's a beautiful thing. Employees are the last thing you want in your business. 90% of your business stress will come from managing other people because other people are unreliable and they will never work as hard as you and your headaches will all come from other people and they cost a fortune. No upfront costs. Very easy to start a service-based business. Very easy to start selling copywriting or marketing services or programming services or personal training consultations online. All you need is a website and hosting, which is like five, ten dollars a month. It's very easy. You don't have to deal with refunds in a product-based business, okay? If you're drop shipping and you're selling couches, a buddy of mine was doing that, $700 couches online, get a refund that's $700 taken back right out of your pocket. That's a big fucking hit when the guy doesn't, you know, my couch is all fucked up and you gotta take his word for it and you gotta refund him. I hate giving refunds. I don't give them anymore on my books because I just don't fucking want to. But for a lot of industries, you have to do that, especially if it's like a tech product or something where the product doesn't work um, or the product is damaged in shipping. In that case, you do have to give a refund because they did not get what they ordered. So that is something to you know, keep account of. In service-based business, your products don't get lost. Okay, like you ship out products to guys, they get lost. 
they email you, where's my product? Why is my product got here? Why blah, 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 million questions. You know, all this kind of bullshit. Uh, you don't have shipping bottlenecks where, you know, you send thousands of products to the warehouse and they got seized at customs for whatever reason and now they're, you know, your whole supply chain is backed up and, or you made a bulk order and you haven't got the bulk order, your bulk order got seized at customs or your bulk order is just not come through from China or, and they're telling you it's on the way and you have angry customers. That's all the kind of shit you have to deal with in a product-based business that you don't have to deal with in a service-based business, all right? Primarily though, the reason I recommend a service-based business, at least for your first business, is it is the easier of the two, it's much easier. The failure rate of the average business is 90%, and that's almost always a product-based business, okay? It's a 90% failure rate. Service-based business is much higher, or, or is much lower rather, especially if you do what I tell you to do and fucking sell your ass off. You will do much, much better. And I think, I truly think that any guy can do a service-based business as long as you have the balls to sell and you have the work ethic to fucking, for your first year, just go in 10 hours a day, you know, 200, 300 cold calls and emails every single motherfucking day um, and just powering through. It is very hard for me to to not see someone get to mid five figures within the first year and six figures by year two or maybe year three. And when you put in that kind of effort, it's very, very hard for me to see, assuming you pick a niche with a proven market, right? Like, you know, any of these six figure online niches that I'm gonna break down. But like the failure rate is very high and that's even including stuff like drop shipping and Amazon FBA, all right? I'm in Chiang Mai, as you can see. Back here, the digital nomad capital of the world. Digital nomad meaning guys with online um, online entrepreneurs who can live wherever they want. So it's supposed to be digital nomad capital of the world. And I've only met one guy who is making good money selling a product. His name is Nick Nerov. He has one Amazon FBA site that he makes 10K a month off just selling one product. And it's a fucking you know, products you'd never think would sell that well, but it does. Um, I know one well-known blogger here who does drop shipping, who makes decent money from his drop shipping stores, but he makes much more off his affiliates for the dropship lifestyle course, as well as his own affiliate site. All right. The vast majority of guys here do not have any money. <laughs> They're living on very little and they come out here to start a business and most of them fail at either drop shipping or Amazon FBA. It's one of the major reasons I don't recommend those. All right, I do have a video on Nick with talking about how to make money on Amazon FBA um, for guys who are exceptional. Okay, if you're if you got the IQ and the work ethic and the business acumen, I even flopped last year when I did Amazon FBA. I did an Amazon with FBA with another Red Pill blogger, uh, Aaron from Freedom and Fulfillment, and uh, by the time we got to launch. There was like 10 other people doing the same thing and they just slit our throat and I was like, okay, we're done here. You know, this is, it's finished. You know, we, I think Amazon FBA, you know, might've been good a few years ago. Okay, there's still a window. Maybe you got a couple more, two, three more years to do it, but the failure rate is still probably 90%. And you watch my video with Nick Nerov, he agrees. He says, you know, like one out of 10 sites make it on Amazon FBA. I could have done a few more, but it's 
literally much easier for me to write a book and make almost the same amount of money. Um, and again, I've met no one here who makes money on a blog. Absolutely no one except for me lives off a blog. Not that I'm anything special or anything like that. I'm just saying that a fucking blog is probably the worst way <laughs> for you to make money online. The slowest way, that's for sure. All right, I'll, I'll cover that more in, in other videos, but for now, what I'm saying is the failure rate of product-based businesses is like 90%, and that applies whether it's offline businesses or online, in my opinion, all right? So keep that in mind. That's why I recommend a service-based business, all right? I've met f like five guys here, uh, all of them under 30, doing um, six figures as a service-based business. Two of them were life coaches, one does fitness marketing. That's Phil Hawksworth, philhawksworth.com. He also did six figures in personal uh, training when he lived in London. And you can check out, we've got a video on how to do six figures as a personal trainer where we go through what Phil did to make six figures. But he's now doing six figures online, coaching personal trainers on how to do fitness marketing, all right? And then you've got guys who are doing uh, programming. That's the other. So you've got life coaching, two guys, one guy doing marketing, one guy, I've met a bunch of guys doing programming, although not all of them, some of them were employees, but some of them are doing their own thing. And then copywriting. I've met two guys who are making almost six figures, like seven, eight K a month doing copywriting. Most of the guys I met out here who are surviving or who are, who are doing like mid five figures are doing like copywriting. A lot of guys out here doing copywriting. So those are the big four. Coaching, specifically life coaching, marketing, copywriting program. All right. If you're wondering why I haven't done a service-based business, it's because this is what I wanted to do. This is my dream business, my luxury business. We'll talk about that in my video on passion versus profit. Um, I've had a bunch of guys approach me to do like life coaching and, and stuff like that. I haven't done it yet. I might do it in the future, but I'd have to charge a lot for my time because I get a fair amount of money for from my passive income from my books. And any money that I'm going to be doing coaching takes away money from doing stuff like this that brings me organic new traffic. All right. But like I said, I don't recommend this path for most guys. I recommend um, the service-based business in one of those four areas are, are seem to be the best, all right? Either way, you gotta find your service-based business in an area that you're passionate about that has six-figure potential. It doesn't have to be copywriting, it could be photography. You just have to be able to see the six figures, all right? You could even do it on mid-five figures if you're planning to come out to Thailand. If you're planning to come out to Thailand or Colombia or any of these cheaper countries, Mid five figures, you are very fucking comfortable, all right? Even like two grand, three grand US, you're making more than a doctor out here. So keep that in mind. Uh, mid five figures, you're very comfortable in Southeast Asia, South America, but you should be aiming for six figures. That's, that's my take on it. You find the service that has six figure potential that you're most passionate about, okay? Then you hone your skills, you get really fucking good, you want to be the best fucking copywriter going. You want to be the best programmer going. You want to be the best life coach. You know, study everything, watch all the videos, read all the books, take all the designations, do whatever the fuck you have to do to be number one. Okay, 
you, you always, you don't want to ever aim for just average anything. You want to aim for being the fucking best. You want to be like top 10 in your industry. I didn't start this blog to be average. I started to be top 10 in like realistic personal development, right? Top 10 in like applicable, realistic personal development. That was my fucking goal. Um, so you hone your skills, you niche yourself, okay? If you're copywriting, something like that, it really helps to niche yourself um, into a specific angle. Like you could be copywriting for, I don't know, the mining industry. The mining industry in Canada has a ton of money and they're not very sophisticated and they have, you know, their web presence is shit. Okay, I'm not saying that's, that's an angle, but like, if you niche yourself, it makes it that much easier to separate from the pack and you niche yourself into an area that has money. Okay, mining is probably not the best example, but like, I knew guys who are headhunters in Toronto, a service-based business, who only specialize in the mining industry, and they only specialized in C-suite, guys who are like VP level and above, and they were making like 150 grand a year, specifically only getting those guys jobs because they niche themselves in headhunting. Okay, that's a, that's a physical business, but I'm using that as an example. If you can niche your service-based business, it really fucking helps. All right, so niche yourself and you build your site. Very easy to build your site. Bluehost or Hostgator are perfectly fine because you're not gonna have much traffic most likely. And if you get above 30,000 visitors, I recommend WPX Hosting, that's who I use right now. But you probably won't get above 3,000 visitors because it will be a niche site and it'll just be um, you know, selling place to sell your services to clients. Okay, and then you want to set up the AdWords and Facebook ads. It's a good idea to look into AdWords and Facebook ads before you even start your business to see what the cost is to compete and how much your marketing budget is going to be. Um, you might not be, be able to afford anything at, 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 at the start, and that's okay. But you want to get an idea of how much your inbound marketing budget is going to be. As you get more recurring revenue, you can spend more money on the Facebook ads and, and Google AdWords. But um, got to make sure it's, you know you know the price point and you've got the right price point and you know what that costs before you even start, probably before you set up your site as well. Then where you, the bulk of your clients are going to come from at, at first, unless you have a ton of money to advertise, is cold calling and cold emailing. All right, I'm old school. I was a phone salesman for a long time. There's still a ton of money in selling on the phone. However, for online businesses, it can be a bit trickier. A lot of you know, a lot of people you're reaching out to might not have a contact number, so emails are the next best thing. Okay, I get it. It's 2017. You've got to use emails as well, especially based on the type of business. But two to three hundred cold calls or cold emails a day, just fucking pounding them out. Just pounding them out. Um, calls are always work better because. You, Email can easily be ignored when you've got the guy on the phone. You can handle all his, all his objections in real time. Okay, if you're on a different time zone, you can call like out here. If you're in Thailand, you can call California and you can call businesses out there. I was talking about that with a few guys, but no one wants to do it. All those guys, most of them are making six figures and they're still just using like email and email marketing. You know, but I'm, I'm saying like the, the cold calling is completely untapped for most of these online businesses. And there is fucking money in that. There is money in selling on the phone, but there's also money in selling through email. It's just not as 
you know, you're not able to handle the objections and it's much easier to be ignored. But if you just power bomb out emails, you are going to get a response. Two, two to three hundred attempts at outbound contact every single day for the next year will get you to mid five figures. It will get you fucking recurring revenue. There's no way it can't, assuming like you have even decent sales skills. Or you can read my book, uh, How to Sell and Revolutionary Lifestyle Design slash how dash to dash sell. Selling you right there. <laughs> okay, so that's the outbound contacts. And you also want to go hard on Upwork. I'm not sure if you know about Upwork.com. It's basically the site for all the online freelancers. What you do is you get on there and you just undercut everyone's price and you um, reply to every single ad that's fucking posted that's anyway relevant to you. You are half as cheap as everyone else and all you do is just service the fuck out of your clients so that, and then ask them for a five-star review. And as you start getting more five-star reviews, you start charging more, charging more, charging more to get to the point where you're even, where you're charging what everyone else charges. And then as you get more reviews, more reviews, more reviews, and you always ask for a review when you're finished, then you can charge more. You, you want to be, at, at the end, you want to have a ton of five-star reviews and you want to be like the most expensive guy. You want to be the most expensive guy because then you will attract, the only people that are going to be fucking with you are going to be the high-end clients who can afford to pay your prices. And then you want to take them off Upwork as soon as you possibly can and try and get as much, try and get recurring revenue from them every month. Not just like the one-time goes, the one-time like, copywriting job is is not worth much of your time it's worth your time to get paid a bit and get the review but really the point of upwork is to get the recurring revenue recurring clients recurring clients recurring clients after you've proven that you got the five stars and you high price point then you get a, a client who's willing to pay that and then you do whatever the fuck you can to take them off that goddamn site and make them a recurring client for you fuck what they say about not taking clients off the site that's garbage. You want to take them off the site as soon as possible and you want the best clients to do it and you want to spend like the first year just building your rep, getting paid and then like taking as many clients off as you can and putting them, getting them to pay you monthly for like consistent tasks and shit, right? You don't want to be like the one-off programming or copywriting guy. You want recurring revenue from high paying clients, whether it's from cold calls, whether it's from emails, whether it's from motherfucking Upwork, that's what you want to be doing. All right. Lastly, always over fucking deliver and ask for a reference. Over deliver. You want your clients to be pleasantly surprised every fucking time. Every time you do something for them, it's always yes or no, sir. Like whatever I have to do, if they have a problem, you just fucking fix it. You you do more work than you have to if that needs than than you were supposed to if that needs to get the job done. You know, you put in more hours if that needs to get the job done. You want, that, you want them to pay you every month, recurring revenue, and you want them to refer you to another a client. So you always want to ask them for a reference. And, and the way that you get that is you, should, you give them better than they expected. They're like, okay, I think this guy's going to be good. And then you want them to come back with like, wow, that guy was fucking amazing. He did amazing copyright. And he adjusted himself to our deadline. And we asked a bit more than what we originally um, ask for and he did it and he didn't ask for any extra money that's how you like build yourself in with that client right you build yourself in you build up your rep you know and then as time goes on you can charge them more but you really want to blow their fucking socks off so that one they start giving you that consistent money 
and two, they give you a motherfucking reference, okay? Your best, your best fucking advertising is not the cold calls or, or the Upwork or anything like that. It is word of mouth reference from another client. That's the best way of getting clients, all right? Best way to do that, to get the reference, is service the fuck out of that client. Make them super happy. Make them as happy as possible, all right? Your job is client service. Your job is to fucking serve them. In return, you get paid, all right? That's how it goes. Not about being alpha. It is about doing the fucking best for your clients and then you get paid. That's how it goes, all right? Lastly, maybe a niche blog. By a niche blog, I mean you can blog on your service base. Like if you're selling like um, copywriting for the mining industry or whatever the fuck it is, you can write little articles on that. Now, you're not going to get a lot of traffic, but... Let's say you only get like 500 visitors a month on your niche mining based problem solving articles. Those $500 or those 500 um, visits can be valuable. You can make more off those 500 visits a month than I do off 100,000 visits because you're selling, you know, a high price service. You could get a thousand. One of those people who visits you, one of those 500 guys could be someone who hits the contact form and wants to pay you $1,000 a month to do um, mining industry copywriting for him as opposed to me who I sell like a $20, $30 book I have to get a lot of people to buy in volume whereas you just need like one guy so writing some articles writing an article every week or every other week even if it brings you a small amount of traffic like your traffic will never be big but even if it brings you like 500 visitors a month could be very valuable I won't I don't know that I, I, I don't know your industry but it's something to perhaps test out on your website right so there you have it I met five guys under 30 who are making like six figures or close to it in Chiang Mai and there's probably a fair bit more I just don't hang out with that many guys because I don't like the fucking majority of people but <laughs> like and all of them are making money on a service-based business okay like I said I almost know no one I know almost no one who's making money on a product-based business I know no one outside of myself who's making money on a blog, who's living off their blog. It's all service-based business. And mid five figures out here, you are living like a fucking king. Six figures out here, you're living like an emperor. But uh, six figures in the West, you are still living quite good. Assuming you're a minimalist, you follow my minimalist guide, you are, are living very comfortable. So that's what you want to fucking aim for. And you can do it online. And... You know, it's amazing. It's an amazing age of opportunities. All right, it's an amazing age of opportunities. You know, you service-based business might not be as passionate as, you know, like I wouldn't be as passionate about doing a service-based business as maybe a lifestyle blog. However, you can still be very passionate about it, and and you don't have to worry about oh, do I have to do copywriting for the rest of my life? As you fucking succeed and as you get to six figures, you can start productizing your knowledge so you can become the copywriting guru. And then you can start selling books and shit like that around it, you know, once you have figured out the industry and, and then you can teach other people how to do it, okay? You can teach other people how to do it once you become like a legitimate expert. Once you become a legitimate expert, people will just read your shit and they'll know you're real, right? know you're real and then they they will start buying it so don't worry if you're like 21 you're like man i don't want to be a copywriter forever you don't have to you don't have to you can productize that knowledge or like let's say you're doing six figures you're living out in thailand you're only spending two grand a month so you've got eight grand a fucking month 
to fuck around with, you know, trying a dropshipping store or trying an Amazon store where you fund the whole thing for like three or four grand and you get a guy to do all the work for you to set it up or do the majority of it, right? The idea of the service-based business is to get you free, okay? It is your first business. It doesn't have to be your last business, but it's to get you free, is to free up your time and get you in control of your own resources and get you to six figures. When you have all that, you can take that money and travel anywhere you want and arbitrage the fuck out of your income. Or you can stay in the West and still save like four or five grand a month and you know use that money to reinvest in your business or to save for productizing your knowledge in that particular business or for doing another business like uh, dropshipping or an Amazon FBA as long as you know that as long as you recognize that a product-based business has a 90% failure rate doesn't mean you can't take a bunch of shots at it because when you have eight grand a month you know that you're saving coming in because you're living in Thailand and making 10k a month you can afford to take like fucking three shots a month on a business you know you can partner with a guy and and if that store fails you do another one and it won't even won't even touch your income really so that's what I'm fucking talking about all right Next part of the series, I'll get into how to do a product-based business and what to expect. But for now, that's the service-based business covered. You know, and uh, I just want to thank you so much for watching this video or checking me out on iTunes or SoundCloud or my website, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. And as always, I wish you much love and all the best in your personal development journey.